Hey everyone, it's Shreya and I'm back with another power-packed episode of Shoot the Breeze and this one's called The Arts Bounty. Firstly, a big thank you to all those who listened to my first episode, spread the word in your circles, shared your inspiring views and waited patiently for this one. I hope you'll continue to show your love and support in the same way. So as I mentioned in the previous episode that I love to sing and write, I love poetry more because it's like an amalgam of the two. The lyrical style of poetry forms a confusion of literature and music which is the most fascinating thing. Works by Wordsworth, Dickinson, Frost, Yeats, Hughes, Blake, Wilde, Emerson, Hardy, Stevenson, Brooks, um, I will keep going, so yeah. They're all so meaningful and inspiring. I've loved poetry for a long time now and especially listening to poems being recited. As I also mentioned in the previous episode that I wrote a lot of poems during my free time, I'm going to be reciting one of my originals. It's called an epilogue. It basically describes the typical ending of a poem and what they usually perceive in the end. So it goes like this. When all is said and done and the final whistle is blown, the sun creeps under the yardarm and the ember dies with full charm when we rise after an eclectic dream there lies a story that doesn't seem even the slightest abrupt and unreal flitting ambiguity at its rarest earl when we return after hearty wise we hark back to all our enterprise where we fertilized as in the end game winding up to smell the ceasing flame when we depart from a place we love, surmise yearning comes from both sides, just as in the movies in the treatises, edgy we ought to leave it behind and move. When we're on the very last page of a grandiloquent saga, as free as the breeze and as fresh as foliage, Nessie end it's all the end of a poem. Yeah, so you might be wondering why I'm so obsessed with arts and all, but I honestly wasn't until I heard a lot of extraordinary facts, which I will be sharing with you guys today. So here's your answer. Art has the power to connect everything. It changes people, and we the people change the world. Eventually. Artists like craftsmen, photographers, directors, writers, editors, musicians, singers, songwriters, architects, designers, illustrators, sculptors, historians, painters, poets, the self-employed, the go-getters, the individualists and many others don't make very good livings. They hardly get any recognition in their field of work. Artists are worth supporting because they have special gifts of humanity that have lasting cultural value. So look for those who move you and support them because they deserve their space in the sun too. Art is the most intense mode of individualism the world has ever known. They bring beauty in the world, make us look at things differently, allow us to see ourselves differently, aspire us to be more creative, instill values in us, translate experiences across space and time and enhance our lives. It is always created meeting places for our separately housed soul selves. Not to sound all whiny, but I just wish more attention was given to the arts so they would turn to be a really great part of what shapes a decade or an era cuz they don't fit in the capitalist idea of a productive society right now and I don't know why. I believe that one of the major responsibilities of artists and the idea that artists even have responsibilities is to help people not just to know and understand something with their minds but also to feel it emotionally and physically. By doing this, art can mitigate the numbing effect created by the glut of information we are faced with today and motivate people to turn thinking into doing. Let me bring this to light in a more detailed way. 
Research shows that art affects the fundamental sense of self. They are considered to be the repository of a society's collective memory. Art preserves what fact-based historical records can't. It gives a voice to the politically and socially disenfranchised, like a song, a film, or a novel, can rouse emotions in those who encounter violations and inspire them to act for justice. The utilitarian influence art offers to society is that there is a demonstrable positive correlation between grades of school children in math and literacy and their involvement in theater or musicals. Students who participate in the arts are less likely to drop out and more likely to aspire to attend college. Young adults with substantial art experiences are more likely to vote, participate in political campaigns and involve in civic duties. Art comforts the disturbed and disturbs the comfortable. Yes, as the National Art Education Association points out, that it not only fosters the human need for self-expression, foundation building, self-confidence boosting and decision making, it is economically viable too. The arts are as important as the sciences. They are time-honored ways of learning, knowing and expressing. Without the arts, we wouldn't have had the means to express our worries, hopes, dreams, feelings or even humanity. Art doesn't imitate life in neither way round. Life just imitates bad television. Why art has the power to change the world? One of the great challenges today is that we often feel untouched by global issues like climate change even when we could easily do something to help. We don't feel strongly enough that we're a part of a global community. Giving people access to data most often leaves them feeling overwhelmed and disconnected, not empowered and poised for action. This is where art can make a difference. Art does not show people what to do, yet engaging with a good artwork, it can connect you to your mind and make the world felt. And this felt feeling may spur thinking, engagement and action. The arts represent one of the few areas in a society where people can come together to share an experience even if they see the world in radically different ways. In art, disagreement is accepted and embraced as an essential ingredient. The community created by arts is potentially a great source of inspiration for politicians and activists who work to transcend the polarizing populism and stigmatization of other people, positions and worldviews that is sadly so endemic in public discourse today. Art creates a point of contact that takes us beyond an us and them mentality to a broader idea of what constitutes a we. Art affecting our values. Art triggers reflection, generates empathy, creates dialogue and fosters new ideas and relationships. It is the basis of livelihoods and enterprises that are motivated by much more than prudentiality. The arts affect our self-acceptance, affiliation, community feeling, freedom, self-respect and equality and unity with nature. It also improves cognition, memory, helps overcome social insecurities and fears. Art may not directly tell people what to do or how to do it, but delivers a thought of togetherness and creates more engaging mindsets. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves both at the same time. The transformative role of art during a pandemic. Art chronicles our time and tells us how future generations will learn about our present. We broadly understand art to be a form to express one's feelings through any medium like paper, music, colors, technology, magic, photography, etc. 
It could be abstract, realistic, naturalistic, conceptual or inspirational. Art also surpasses the language barrier. Art is not what you see, it's what you make others see. Being an artist, creativity is embedded in all of us. Your future is completely in your hands. It takes continuous learning, persistence and hard work to be a remarkable artist. Undoubtedly, creativity is a paramount aspect of arts, but for many it's wrought with struggle and pain. I need to suffer for my art is a common phrase people think of when it comes to learning a new art form. So creativity doesn't come from suffering. It comes from empathy, which is participatory and interactive. It is a heart-centered energy. We must reconceptualize contemporary notions about creativity to make the best out of it when we are creating, seeing and even moving from a place that lights us up. We are able to connect with the world more authentically. You're creative even if you aren't actively creating. Your worth is measured in your productivity. You should make creativity part of every day. Creativity is finding genius answers to tricky situational problems. So fill in these blanks. I feel most creative when I am. The creative world belongs to people who dare to pick up a pen, a brush or a battered guitar when they don't know what in the world they're doing. It belongs to artists who have a story to share, a passion for life and a message to send. Something inside them just compels them to do it. But talent has to be coupled with action, otherwise it's going to end up nowhere. Now talent is a combination of promise, practice and perseverance. Talent is not a birthright, it's a result. So are you someone who has always been told they have talent but you are afraid to dig further? Or feels like it would be useless to start a creative journey because you're so far off from mastery? Or gets intimidated by all the other talents out there and this makes you feel useless? Share in the comment section or write to me on my Instagram page at shootthebreeze underscore podcast. Okay, so I've got a little surprise for you guys here. One of my friends, she's a budding artist come writer, she's written a beautiful poem on self-care and motivation, all copyrights deserved, so stay tuned to listen to some alluring words. Trust Me You Are Brave by Ritika Singh I know you have faced tough times. I know you have gone through a lot. Trust me you are brave cause till the end you have fought. Yes they always questioned you, judged you in every phase. Trust me you are brave, you are the one they want to chase. You loved them unconditionally, never caring for your own self. Always hid your tears with a smile, gave yourself a new life when you'd want to die. So what if the journey was painful? Here, you're making yourself proud. Trust me, you're brave. You've played the game fair. That was so lovely, Ritz. Although I copy-edited and rephrased it a bit, I think it's amazing. And I can like literally feel the words she has put there. So a bigger plot to Ritika. And if you want to read the original version of this poem and much more of such incentive content, you should go follow The Magical Tales on Instagram. Isn't it more fun to see the universe as a place we have some control over instead of things happening randomly? Isn't it more encouraging to think of ourselves as artists who can succeed on our own terms? Isn't it better to be mentally prepared for success instead of having the wrong mindsets that can destroy us? It is agreeable that we are surrounded by arts and also rely on it in our daily routine. So you should basically start romanticizing your life. 
You're going to start believing that your morning routine is fun, that every cup of beverage is the best you've ever had, that even the smallest and the most humdrum things are exciting. You have to because that's when you truly start living. Harness your time by harnessing your skill. You should make it happen because you have influence. Yes, you do. Every interaction you have with others, even the moments you take to reflect on yourself, you can spark change. The arts really do matter, maybe right now more than ever before. So foster that prolific person in you starting from right now and also help those who are not doing so well in the field. Hope you enjoyed listening to the Arts Bounty and I will be waiting for all your answers in the comment section. Stay tuned for more mind-blowing stuff on Show the Breeze.